The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today, murdering two men in Sligo last year. Adrian Moffat and Michael Snee suffered horrific deaths in their homes and the man who was due to stand trial for the double murder admitted his crimes today. Our Today FM Courts correspondent Frank Greeny joins us now uh, to take us through this unexpected development because before we talk about what happened today, could you please remind us of the background to this case but also we should warn listeners that some of the, the content may be quite distressing. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure most of your listeners will be well aware of, of what happened to these two men back in April of last year. All of the attacks happened over the course of just a few days in Sligo. Uh, Aidan Moffat was a 41-year-old auctioneer. He was murdered on the 10th of April last year. His body found the following day inside his home at Carter and Heights. The very next day, then, the body of Michael Snee, who was 58 years of age, was found inside his home on Connington Road, which is just over a kilometre from where Aidan Moffat uh, lived. Both died from what were described at their inquest as multiple sharp force injuries. Their inquest opened late last year, uh, but was adjourned, I suppose, pending the outcome of these criminal proceedings. One line of inquiry pursued at the time, you you may remember, was that they were the victims of homophobic attacks. Both men were single men. They lived alone in Sligo. The investigation team at the time wondered if they had been targeted online, perhaps through a dating app. Garthi moved very quickly, I must say. A large number of statements were taken, CCTV footage harvested and viewed. Uh, in short time, technical and forensic investigations took place. Mobile phone metadata was also harvested. And, and ultimately, Youssef Palani uh, was identified as the chief suspect. He, too, was living in Sligo at the time. Uh, Garthi raided his home just a few hours after Michael Snee's uh, body was discovered. He was then charged with uh, murdering the two men. And just a few months later, while he was being held in remand, he appeared in court again, further charged uh, with the attempted murder of another man, also in Sligo. Uh, that happened the night before he killed Aidan Moffat. How did today's developments unfold? Because it had seemed that the accused man, Yusuf Paleni, was about to fight the case, plead not guilty. Uh, that did appear to be the case. Um, we don't know for sure, I suppose, why he chose to enter guilty pleas today. It was certainly an unexpected development because, as you say, everything was tracking towards a jury trial in November. He has appeared in court either in person or through video links from Castlery Prison where he was being held on remand. Uh, he has made those appearances on a number of occasions in recent months. Only a few weeks ago, he parted company with his original legal team. He was given permission by the court to take on new counsel. Um, While in custody, he has been assessed by psychiatrists. Uh, Certain reports have been carried out. So for all intents and purposes, it did seem like he was going to contest the charges. Uh, That all changed, obviously, this morning. He was arraigned on three charges. As I say, he pleaded guilty to murdering the two men. And then that charge that I spoke about a moment ago relating to the attempted murder of a third man, that charge was dropped. Instead, um, a charge of intentionally causing serious harm to that man was put to him. He also pleaded guilty to that. So the trial date in November, the one that was set down for November, is no longer needed. Uh, He'll instead be sentenced in late October. Because he pleaded guilty today, was there any evidence heard in relation to what he did to these unfortunate men? And were any of the victims' families in court as well when he actually pleaded guilty? 
Well, to the first part of your question, no evidence heard today. The facts will be outlined to the judge at the sentence hearing on the 23rd of October. Today was just about entering uh, those pleas. No detail about the heinous crimes he committed uh, were uh, revealed to the court today. The nature of these attacks was truly horrific. Aidan and Michael lost their lives in the most violent of ways. And the other man has been left with what can only be described as life-changing injuries. Um, Aidan Moffat's brother was in court today. He burst into tears when the plea was entered. The uh, Snee family wasn't in court today, but I understand they do want to prepare a victim impact statement. They are expected to attend the sentence hearing in October. And the only survivor of of the three attacks uh, was also in court this morning. He too will obviously be given an opportunity to address the judge uh, if he so wishes uh, on the next occasion. That sentencing hearing, though, isn't it automatic that given that he's pleaded guilty to murder, that he would serve a life sentence? Absolutely, yes. I mean, the judge will have some discretion when it comes to the third charge that he pleaded guilty, that one in relation to his um, causing serious harm to that man on the 9th of April of 2022. But certainly given the fact that he has now pleaded guilty to those two far more serious charges and that of murdering Aidan Moffat and Michael Snee, there's only, you know, one punishment available to the court and that is that mandatory life sentence. And that's all that's left to do now for um, Yusuf Palani is for him to be sentenced. Um, mandatory life sentence awaits him. The sentence hearing, as I say, will be an opportunity for the families and indeed that man who survived the attack on the 9th of April last year to deliver uh, statements to the court outlining how Palani's crimes uh, have affected them. And that will be the end of that. That will hopefully come as some closure to the families and the survivor of the attack. As I say, Aidan Moffat's brother in court today Uh, very um, visibly upset when that plea was entered, but it certainly saves him and the others from having to go through the ordeal of what was going to be a three to four week trial and it would have been very difficult for them to sit through. Frank Rainier today, FM Court's correspondent. Thank you for joining us. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.